Blog Talk Radio. This is Larger and Larson. Gronkowski math for you. Get you started this morning. He uh, he's been talking to Scott Steiner a little bit. Yes, math. it was very similar to Scott Steiner. Yeah, math. absolutely. Head on. Yeah, it's Gronkowski math, baby. Wow. Yeah. Uh huh. You see, he had, he had ring. Okay, and then he only played a half a season because he was injured, so he got a half a ring. But this Super Bowl, if he gets, it counts as a, a ring and a half because then for some reason the half you round up instead of down the second time. Hey, whatever it takes, man. Gronk, did they? And they asked him the question. Did they ask him if this is his last one? They did. He said uh, he'll know in like two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I it, all signs point to we may have seen the last of, of Gronkowski, which is fine. Yeah, I think he's had a hell of a career. Uh, but that body, man, that NFL is a is, is a tough league, and and he's been banged up a lot, a lot. I wouldn't be upset with the guy if he decided that uh, his NFL career is done. No, he's a, he's a big fella, but maybe uh, Tom Brady will give him some of the magical potion that he drinks, and uh, he'll be able to live forever. I don't know. What's the trade-off? What would he expect from Tom from Rob Gronkowski for the magic ageless potion? Ageless? Well, it, it, it might take some of his IQ points away, so I think they're, they're worried if they gave it to What's him. What's the problem? Well, if they gave it to him, it could be nothing. It could be uh, nothing left. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if there's not much gas in the tank, you can take a little bit away and the car will still run. Yeah, yeah, you can run fumes, I guess. Yes, but, but if you take all the gas away, you're probably going to ruin your starter trying to get it started when you forget there's no gas in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, uh, we do this show every, every week. We do it live. Uh, last week, we, we missed a show. Uh, it got really cold. Yeah, the polar the vortex we, came a call. Huh? We were prepping. We were heading to the store to buy all the milk and all that stuff. Why do people? Why? Do, why is there no milk available whenever a weather event is happening? People like cereal, I guess. I don't yeah. know. It blows me away. That, that's always the first to go. Go keto, Clark. So all I drink is heavy, heavy cream. Heavy, heavy cream. You can drink heavy cream. Basically, you throw throw cheese in your. I can't have have milk. Basically, what you do, what you dip cream out of, if you had a whipped cream okay. machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, I, I whip with a little fake sugar, and then I throw that in the coffee, and it's like a whipped cream coffee. Yeah. If you're listening on podcasts, be sure to try us live sometime. Well, we do it on Facebook Live, and of course, always on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, and if you're listening live, maybe grab the podcast if you miss an episode. iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere that you get your podcasts, you can find ours. 
right there. I'm Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. Uh, and I am Clark Lawrence. We are, we are uh, members of the Chicago Comedy Group Comedy Accident, and we've been doing this here podcast uh, since, since 2012. A little bit of a break in between. Took a time off. Did you see the fat guy who went viral today with the Illinois uh, yes, written on his, uh, his belly? Yeah, yeah it was I was so upset I didn't think of that. I know it. I know it. I thought the same damn thing. Um, actually, and who knew that it's Central Illinois memes? I love that that's a thing. That's who put that out there, Central Illinois memes. Well, it wasn't. It was a, a dude who... Um, well, they shared his picture. That's yeah, where, a lot of people. That's the one that went viral well, that, that I saw. Okay. Yeah, I saw it from, from uh, different sources. Yeah, sure, but, sure. But I was going through uh, Facebook this morning, and uh, my buddy Hank uh, was congratulating his buddy for, for making the video. And then went to the guy's uh, Facebook page, and... Uh, he seems like a good dude. Whoever. That was your buddy Hank's buddy? Yeah, it was a buddy of a buddy oh, who made it. You're twice it, yeah. removed from you're the guy who removed. went viral. Uh, you're a viral sensation yourself. So. And quite frankly, that would put me, that would put with him, knowing me, knowing Hank, and I know Don, who was in a movie with um, John Goodman, who was in a movie with Kevin Bacon, so yeah. we got, we're all there. You buddy. got everybody. You're, you're connected to Bacon. I'll be damned. I am. Because you know me, you know, you know Don. And uh, it might be way around, but... This is true. Uh, no, I mean, I, I used to know Don. You used to know Don. Yeah, I did. So you watched a little football last night, maybe? I did. I watched the whole game. I was, uh, uh, wasn't was feeling really well, but uh, I did manage to watch the game. And uh, uh, Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, sorry to hear you watched the game. Well, I no, I, I don't understand these, these fickle human beings... Who don't understand football? The casual fan was not impressed. No, 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 and all. I get that. Like I get that, but a lot of regular fo- football fans were pretty pissed. Those too. are dumb, dumb people. Uh, well, they're not, well, they're not. They just they're football dumb. <laughs> uh, I was on. I was. I was following a Facebook feed. Uh, somebody, somebody pointed out, and I, I got hooked on it. It was uh, BBC. Yeah. Uh, NFL. Was it commentators? No, we don't know football. No, no, it was it? it was uh, it was all the English people who were getting a feed of the game. I don't know for the first time or, or what, but many of them it was their first time watching football. Okay. So they kept having questions like, I don't know, like one in ten. What does that mean? Why what, one in one in ten? Oh, and first then, in ten. And then somebody would be like, Oh, that means they have uh, four goes to get ten young yards. Four goes for ten for ten. Uh, yeah, they were very very confused uh, in the whole game. Did you have fun with that? Yeah, yeah, but they, they found it a very dull. A lot of them did because it wasn't exactly – it wasn't an exciting – it wasn't an explosively offensive game that – It seemed very much like English football. Yeah, yeah. Like, like soccer. Very right. low scoring, heavy defense. But if you're fans of the X and O's, you, you realize what a, what a genius game plan Belichick had and uh, his defensive coordinator, now the new coach of the Miami Dolphins. Wow. Um they 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 essentially they used a zone scheme. They they brought uh, they played a lot of dime and uh, they would disguise it and basically they used the safety as a linebacker for a lot of the game, and uh, it, it took away that zone offense that the the West Coast like uh, shootout dump passes yeah to Gurley and what that uh, and the play action that the Rams are known for and they completely shut that offensive game down now. If you're a Bears fan, you understand that's how you beat them because we saw the Bears do the exact same thing. That's right. And it's it's no surprise that Belichick went with a very similar game plan because it worked. And uh, that was my, that was my case against the Rams from the beginning. 
Uh, I, I, I don't want to say I thought they were pretenders because I think they proved, proved it getting there in the end. And, but the Ram, Rams team that was beatable by good defenses, uh, because basically they're a one-trick pony. They have a run. They had a great running game. And, um, you know, Gurley, I, I don't think was 100%. And when you have your star running back was 100%, I, I realize C.J. Anderson had a good playoff run. Uh, it takes away most of the game. And if you could, you could stop him, you force – you force Goff to throw, and I, I don't know why people are so excited about um, Cook and uh, Woods. Not the greatest of receivers. Like they're they're really not. They're not bad. bad. I'd put them up there. They're above average to good. They right, remind me a lot right. of like an Alshon. Uh, uh, Alshon. Sure, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah. Who. Uh, you know, he was a good receiver, but he has his drops. He has his moments. And when you take away opportunity, the, the less good plays they have. And, uh, you know, Goff had one shot at the end zone, and he overthrew it. Or he just waited a little too long on it. Yeah. Well, and safety yeah. come over. But, yeah, it was, it was a fantastic football game. And, uh, you know, any Bears fan who said the game is boring, really prob- probably the same guys who loved when the Rams – and the Bears played at to like thir- thirteen three or right, whatever that the score, Bears, score Bears was. This score was score was three. Yesterday, the Bears were right? ten. Yeah, it was ten, three, ten, thirteen. It wasn't too 13, much. 10. Not at all. I mean, it was a very similar game. So. Just amazing that the over under on this. I mean, it just was under by a ton. Wasn't the over under up in the fifties? Something like that. I would that think going so. Into the game, unbelievable. The only bet I was sure I didn't of. expect it. I. Honestly, I did not expect that to a game to be like that. The only the only thing I was sure of this weekend, I said I tell, tell everybody who bet the game, I go just take unders on everything. Yeah, you know whether it's prop bets, or, you know is 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 going to get a hundred yards, the hundred, just take the under because I have a feeling they're going to go defense. Did, did, I didn't go to this extreme. Extreme. If taking the under on Gladys Knight with the national anthem, you would have been incorrect. The, really, the over under was a minute forty seven, and it, it was getting close. But a couple of the last, uh, she held a couple of notes late, and she went over. She did go over. Yeah, she was fantastic. Yeah, she had a great performance. That whole, the, the kickoff was fantastic. The, the whole start yeah. of the game was great. And then uh, if you're a football fan, I think you probably enjoyed the game. It was very much a chess match. If you were there for the entertainment aspect of football, well, you probably were disappointed. Because not, not only the game sucked, the, the commercial sucked. I don't know. I think some people liked commercials, though. I, I saw people people didn't see a blatant like, like a commer- I didn't I didn't hear that people thought that the commercials were terrible. O- overall, yeah, I have not much of an opinion on them myself. But apparently, you weren't a fan I, of many, if any. Well, I, none of them caught my eye, to be honest. Um, okay. Uh, I did see a lot of people complaining about the commercials, saying they weren't very good. Okay. But um, I saw know. I saw the. Uh, I like the one with the uh, with the cars, the Back to the Future and the kit car. That was kind of cool. Oh, I did see that one. That was cool. Yeah. The, the NFL one was probably the best one I, yeah, I ever, remember. A lot of people really like the NFL <laughs> one. I missed the big, the big Lipsky one. I didn't even see it. It Quick. Yeah. It should have been better. Uh, it was uh, the big, big Lebowski and then Sarah Jessica Parker playing her character from Sex in the City, too. It was oh, just no. a weird mix. It didn't, yeah. it didn't work for me. It didn't work. I was kind of excited to see the Big Lebowski as well. After he had teased it earlier this week, I was. Well, maybe it motivates him. Maybe people get so excited to see the character, it motivates him to make another movie. Why not? I'd, I'd watch it. I wouldn't uh, definitely watch it. Um, That's just like your opinion, man. Yeah. Aaron Donald, on, on the flip side, the Rams did a great job taking away Tom Brady. Yeah, they did. They uh, they uh, they played the defense that they do, right? 
Yeah. It's fine. But the Rams are a fantastic defense, and that's uh, <clears throat> I believe that's Wade Phillips' defense. It was never really had a bad defense. His old his father Bum Phillips. You remember Bum? You ever yeah. see pictures of Bum? Dude, that jacket, man. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, he uh, he did a little homage to Bum, wearing the jacket and the hat. I saw that. Saturday. That a boy. That'll work. His dad used to have yeah. custom made uh, Houston Texas some Houston Oilers uh, boots. He'd walk did the he sidelines really? with. Oh yeah, the guy had flair. You know, right. he, he knew how to do yeah. it right. right. Sure. You don't you don't get don't get flair coaches anymore. No, no, you don't. Um, now these Rams, they they played in an NFL championship game in 1945 as the Cleveland Rams. Ugh. They beat the Washington Redskins by a score of 15 to 14, and at the time it was played in the coldest weather ever. For an NFL game at negative eight degrees Fahrenheit in Cleveland, they moved that year to Los Angeles. How about that? There's your little uh, wow tidbit on the Rams. I had no idea that they started in Cleveland. I know that either. But Cleveland does have does have a championship. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not a Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. The Bears have nine NFL championships. Which I know, but nobody more knows than, what more that than means. the more than the six that. The Patriots have, so the they're, have, still, they're still better. The Six have six uh, championships of There's only a couple teams who have more. Of relevance. Yeah, what is relevance? Nobody knows. So nobody the beginning remembers. of the league doesn't count. So forget about Hallis. Forget about uh, Grange. Forget about all of those players who played before the Super Bowl because it doesn't matter. They're lovely in the history books. I'll let, I'll let George Hallis know that. It's, it's, lo- it's lovely in the, in the history books, but – Let's face it, in the modern, modern era, football is much different. The Ties era of football uh, begins with the Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl. Oh, that's terrible. I don't know why. Because I think, that's, I think that we are forgetting a lot of the history of the league, and I don't like it. I'm currently doing a lot of Ancestry.com, getting the history of my family. Yeah, did you give the blood and to what the if government? People, what if people just forget about that? No, you did one to the game. No, I saw another report today that they're selling all that information to the government. I know, I've seen that. So, That's unbelievable. Did you do it? I haven't yet. Oh, lucky. Because so, I'm concerned. You did. Yeah. yeah I'm screwed. I'm on watch list now. What does that mean? Nothing. They sold it to the government. Why do I care if the government has my DNA? What are they going to do? It's, my not, DNA? it's not. It's their business, Clark. It's it's not. No, I get that. Like that's why I haven't done it yet. But why? let's okay. tell me exactly who's going to give you, my DNA you, and you, do something. You terrible don't like the president, right? Absolutely. So what if the president becomes a dictator and and, and somehow overthrows the government and becomes the head of of the country? Uh huh. And he goes. All right. Well, we got everyone's DNA. Let's let's find out who has diabetes and let's eradicate everyone with diabetes because diabetes is killing this country. It seems uh, seems far fetched. No, no, but it it that's I, I might happen. That's something. Or, or what if they found out that there's a certain gene that serial killers have? Ooh. Okay to eliminate everybody who has that gene? Do you think it's Levi's or Wranglers? Oh, it, probably Wranglers. Wranglers are a better fit. No, I get it. See, I understand. But then you also want to talk about familia DNA a little bit as well. Like there are murder cases getting solved because people go into Ancestry.com and putting their, yeah, their stuff in the they're database. They're ratting their families out. They're, they're, they don't even know it. They're not necessarily ratting them out, but they're straight up ratting their family out. Now, that being said, if somebody murdered someone, don't you want them caught? Well, I do, sure. But I, I'd expect the police to be better. They don't need, to steal. They don't need my DNA. They don't, they don't need chromosomes and whatnot to get the job done. Hey, if you're listening live, join in on Facebook. Facebook, leave a comment. Yeah, you could call us at 760-454-8834. 
I'm 50% sure the phones work. That's that's better than last time. Yeah, like the last time is it used to be 35%. I'm I'm up to 40. I think they I think they work. I, I, like I completely it. took the board apart. It. it took there were about a thousand screws, and then I get the damn thing open and realize the board is too soldered into the thing to be able to really do anything without okay. breaking it. All right. So all right. I put it out at all the, and you know what? You know what? It went. It came back together every screw. Every I screw. I was slightly concerned. You, you mentioned you were going to have to go on pawn cards or something. Yeah. The, there's about seven. If you go down, uh, down, uh, go down Lawrence, right down the street here. There's about seven pawn shops, and one of them is like a DJ really? pawn shop. Like you get lights and. All right, I'd like so to go check that out. I, I kind of was curious That's to fun. see what a new board would, but you know, I'm comfortable with this board. I know, I know where to find little. So I don't know if I, you know if I got a new board if I'd know where Little Clark was and you know what what about Clark? Well, you're well, you're I know oh, you're you're number enough. two. You're on pot two. Oh, did you catch breaking news? No, no. breaking news is is uh, Chicago's at Chicago's mayor on Twitter. Uh, Chicago's O'Hare Airport has reclaimed the number one spot for busiest airport in the U.S., surpassing Atlanta. For the most arrivals and departures in 2018. Wow! Congratulations, we're Chicago. back. We that's are a, back. That's a what a wonderful day. Let's. And I'll tell you. I mean, you look out the window here. You can see them flying overhead. I it, see a lot of. Right traffic. here, we're in, I do out of my back door. Or I can't. Like, it's it's easy to me. What the hell? Ryan Flores, now the head coach of the uh, Miami Dolphins, linebacker coach from the Patriots. The big linebacker part, coach he was. Big part of that uh, game plan yesterday. And then the Rams quarterback coach. Yeah, the guy I like. The guy I wanted the Bears to grab. Oh, no, the, no. Grab the Cincinnati Bengals yeah. head coaching gig. Replacing Marvin, Marvin Lewis. I, I had forgotten that they fired him because it seems like they never have. But, yeah, it seems like he's been fired for the last, I don't right. know, eight years. Yeah, exactly. That's, it, that's my thoughts on that. And, yeah, they finally finally let him go. So no more uh, no more, more Marvin Lewis. So, so you you're a big, uh, big uh, you're a big New England Patriots guy. Yeah, they're my they're, number, they're number two. two. Number two. I'm a big Tommy guy, so my team won. Uh, were you a Reagan guy, like yeah, a like team guy? Yeah, like, of course. Reagan was, was a little. Reagan. We were young, obviously. Yeah, Reaganomics. When I was a kid, he's the first president we remember. My mom always used to tell us stories. She, she'd go, and when I was a little kid, I told my mom, I go, I want to be Ronald Reagan when I grow yes. up. And she goes, no, no, you want to be president. You know, you get your own helicopter. You can be the president of the United States. I go, no, no, no. I want to be Ronald Reagan. Oh, so the actor. I, I guess I wanted to or somehow have, maybe. And then, then have and DNA wasn't, wasn't even part of it yet. No, no. Uh, so when Tom Brady called out Reagan, you could hear it. And then Tiromo called it out. Did oh, you catch yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Run to the that right. That must have been a hell of a moment for you. Like, just like, that's awesome. I loved it. I loved it. Did they run to the right? Is that what it was? Yeah, I think I think they, Reagan called Reagan, going and, right. and then afterwards Tony Romo goes, "Oh, Reagan means run to the right." So Romo's pretty good. Yeah, Romo. That yeah. was great. They should just, you know what? They they should just hire this guy to do all the games. I agree. I know. Yeah, he's good. I think uh, other people are starting to copy it already, and I think that it's the new, the new thing. I think you're going to see quarterbacks coming out fresh, being thrown into like box. I, no offense to Troy Aikman, I just I think that he's getting a little older now. He's 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 like the kids Madden, you know. There's a lot of people who don't know him ever as a quarterback. Right. There's a lot of football fans. I mean, and I'm talking like in their 20s. Sure. And stuff like that. 
They don't remember Troy Aikman, the quarterback. To me, he's still a young announcer, but that is not true at all. Hey, Sherry, when did Troy Aikman retire? 2004? Yeah, wow. so, I mean, yeah. 18 years or so ago? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So so somebody's 18 right now. Right now. No, somebody who's 20, 24. No, you're yeah. right. They'd have very few memories of him as a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy to think. It's Time marches on. Kind of insane. Uh, I've recently started watching The Sopranos. I just finished episode three. Oh, you and the neighbor it. getting together and uh, we did the you first know, I episode. Offered, I offered to do this with you for years. No, you did. Years. No, I'd be you like, did Clark, not. I, honest to God, I, I'd be like, Clark, you really should watch The Sopranos. I'll even start the show. I'll watch it with you. You told me this multiple times. Well, you. Well, I'm only three episodes in. Why don't you? Don't you jump? Love to be able to. I think that we should. I. I don't want to have any spoilers away. But in the, in the episode, someone's murdered. Who gets murdered in the first episode? It's okay. You can spoil now. It's been 20 years. Uh, no, I'm a little concerned about spoiling it. No, no, it's fine. Um, I'm, I'm, in the third episode, uh, Junior, Junior's buddy, yeah, yeah. He, he got off in the third episode. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I get it. I'm, I'm still to... catching character names and stuff. Yeah. yeah, sure. It takes a while. But uh, are you enjoying it? It's a little different than I thought it was going to be. It seems that we're, we're lighthearted. Yeah. The, the first episode, I'm like, wow, this is kind of... It, it's got a like, humor. I'm ex- right, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's, like it's, I'm expecting like a dark gangster thing. This show started 20 years ago, Al. 1999 yeah. is when it debuted. Fantastic. Program. It holds up just fine because it's not really about technology and shit. Like, no. So far, so good. Like NYPD Blue. Uh, there you go. I was a little worried about it. Uh and I, I guess I remembered hearing that he saw a psychiatrist. I never saw the. I that's mean, the whole premise of the show. Shitty. I mean, that's him being the narrator is talking to the psychiatrist so far. That's the the gimmick, right? Like he t- he tells her everything that you want to hear Tony's thoughts, and then it makes a vulnerable character a little like I would say for being right, a being right. a monster, anti-hero. Right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Uh, sad to hear that. I found out he passed away. Doctor Melfi. G- Gandolfini. You didn't know he died? No, I did. I heard that a while ago. But I did see his kid's going to play Tony Soprano in a movie. Did you catch that last week? Very very interesting. um, What do you... I mean, is he any good? You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you want somebody good... He passed the audition, so let's, yeah. you know, yeah, let's give, him give, it to him. Yeah, give him credit. I'm really, really, really upset, speaking of recap, recap that... Uh, oh, uh, shit, that NYPD Blue. Theo Sipowicz oh. is going to be play, played Brit. Now, you know, British are lovely people. They they, they got a they got a lady who cosplays as the president. They uh, uh they, they got uh, they got fountains, and they got, they got palaces. Wait, a lady who caught the queen? Yeah, yeah, she goes around and waves, and she wears crowns and whatnot. I don't know. It's like Game of That's Thrones. Perfect. But I mean, the Brits are invading, man. In, in Australians, if you watch The Walking Dead. Half of that cast is Brit oh, it's and good. Australian. Like that's what you know. American, uh, you, they they're worried about uh, uh, you know making sure everybody everybody's ended in Hollywood. I think if we cut out all the British people and all those jobs to people of color, I think everything would balance out nicely. Wow. Also, people are upset with Brian Cranston for recently playing uh, a disabled person in a movie, uh, that one with Kevin Hart, because they want a disabled person to play the part. We've had this conversation. I have a little bit of a thought on that, and yeah. I, I do want to see more of that. Um, however, you had helped me learn that you know people are actors and things like that. Yeah. Uh, 
where do you draw the line? If, if you're upset that an able-bodied person is playing a disabled body per, disabled person, should people start getting upset that they are taking all of the role of the role of Americans? Shouldn't you have an American playing an American role? Well, here's where I draw the line. That dopey fat guy who sings the carpool karaoke. That's the line I'm drawing. He's good. Did you know he's one of the most hated people in England? What? Are you serious? Yeah, and he he was the, basically the same so guy. So he came here. He was basically the same guy in England, and everyone voted him off the island. I think well, the continent. They got he rid. They got him out of things. Europe. He does. Good he things. comes here and now. He, he's like one of the most hated people in America. Wait. So people don't like him. No. He, I mean, he obviously he's on every television people show. People do so, like him. So the 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 casting executives like I him. Think he's Hollywood funny. likes I think him. He's funny. I think he's uh. uh that was very funny. But you're you're not of any talk show host cur- host of the current era. Well, like, there's no he, Carson, there's no Letterman, there's no yeah, no, no late night that's worth watching for me. Right, right, uh-huh. right, right, right. Uh, Steve Harvey. Yeah, Steve Harvey in the he, daytime. It might be time for him to go. They're forcing him out. I don't Is know if that, you followed the I, story. I caught him saying talking yeah, about Carrie, it a little bit. Uh, has there been more about this since he talked about it a couple weeks ago? Well, they're replacing. See, so I think I believe he's on CBS. No, he's on NBC. NBC. He, he leads into Ellen here local. Okay, good to know. So NBC started their own show with Carrie Underwood. Uh, uh, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. They're, they're gonna. It's gonna debut in the fall. Wow, you're really up to date on your daytime television. So Carrie uh, <laughs> Carrie Clarkson. What's her name? Carol, Kelly Clarkson. Carol Clarkson. Carol King. Car- Kelly Clarkson. King, yep. Is that the one, Kelly Clarkson? Then you been gone. Yeah, yeah. She, she, they, she can't sing anymore. She makes they, they make terrible records. So they voted her out of Nashville, and uh, now they've decided to give her a television show. They voted her out. Yeah. Who voted her out? Uh, Adam Levine. <laughs> Speaking of Adam Levine. Hey, I, I, I what did you think? think of? Well, I just saw, I, I just on. Uh, you know, you know the runs the talk uh, about people taking a lot of shit. The guy who runs, uh, who used to run our uh, DraftKings league, Dimitri. I just saw on his Facebook, and it was uh, Adam Levine should never be able to judge musical talent again. I <laughs> uh, was spot on. So, um, I was, oh, I was putting my daughter to bed during the halftime show. Yeah, should I go watch it? No, it's garbage. Watch halftime heat. I know. I need to watch halftime heat. Although I think I saw the spoilers. Funky remix. Did you turn it on? Um, halftime heat. No, no. I I, I watched. I watched it. Fact. I watched it late last night. I was. I tried. Uh, the halftime show sucked. It was terrible. It was. It was boring. You know, Somebody did fall off the stage, though. Uh, that was funny. The uh, the rapper guy pulled a Kelsey Grammer and just went, whoop, wow. disappeared. Kelsey Grammer fell off the oh, stage? Oh, it's wonderful, Clark. If you ever look that clip up, it's one of my favorite clips of all time. Oh, that's amazing. He's like giving For a when? lecture. He's giving like a lecture in college, and he's all, dig- you know how dignified oh, he is. Amazing. He's like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, he just, he just disappears off screen, wow. and you're like, I'm okay. Uh in probably 2002 or maybe before, I'm running karaoke in a pole barn out in rural Kirkland. And one of the local farmers is up there singing. He and his brother, awesome stuff. Family, they're good guys, family, friends. But that one dude fell right off. And, of course, we're talking about like a, a hay trailer. Yeah. You know those? Like yeah. Just a wooden trailer. Sometimes they have a back. That was the stage. And he fell off one of those. And those are a good four to five feet in the air, like cracked rib. Uh, punctured into a lung and everything, man. So karaoke can be dangerous. I I, I saw it. I'm not I'm not going to establishment, 
But there, there, somewhere uh, or another. Somewhere I went saw a karaoke. Uh, a, uh, uh, not that it matters in, in, the, in the scheme of life, but but for illustrative reasons, she was a she was a larger woman who okay. who, uh, had, who had a lot to drink, and uh, she wanted to do uh, turn around. Right. So she turns around. She puts her. She puts her uh, derriere to the audience, and uh, she. I. I don't know. She just misjudged it. She just went down like a tree. Just straight, oh, no. flat back bump. Intoxicated. Oh, very. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was. You know. It was one of the things you gotta make sure she's okay. But then you know you you can't help but laughing. Here, I don't know if you could uh, see this. This here. Can't help but here. Here's Kelsey Grammer. Oh, I'm back to no sound. Whoop. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. It's I'm okay. I'm okay. It's it's funny with sound. I don't know. Sometimes the sounds working. Sometimes the, so the, that I'm back to thinking the phone isn't going to work. Okay. All right. But we'll see. Yeah. I don't get why sometimes that sound and sometimes I don't. Very frustrating. Very frustrating. Uh, all right. Well, there's no point in. Uh, wait. wait. Worried about it now. Whoa! Oh, Lord, little car's trying to help. That. Yeah, he did. Yeah. My no help. Goodness. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> so frustrating. Like I don't. I don't understand it. Starless. Once. <laughs> there was a woman that he was dancing with that was about a foot and a half taller than him. Uh huh. Weighed not twice as much, but weighed more. Yeah. And he he picked up. It was when the zoom was on the other side, and he took out the front table, the whole thing. Oh, man. Just gone. And at some establishment, somewhere. I once saw a lady, she was dancing, and she lost control of the dancing. And she went slamming into the wall, which is where the cash machine was, and damn near knocked the cash machine into the stairwell. <laughs> Did knock the cash machine <laughs> into the stairwell. She was fine. Thankfully, the cash machine was there. I read but... a book on karaoke oopses. Yeah. It was a... Uh... I saw... So, there was... There was a popular meme going around. Meme going around Mimi. that was uh, uh, it was Adam Levine with a, his shirt off. Yep. And it was him before with that that stupid shirt on, and his and his uh, showing up at karaoke versus uh, two hours in the karaoke. Yeah. Yep. 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 Did you see other people holding up like uh, furniture, like furniture, like pillows? Oh yeah. Everybody. Stuff like that shirt matched everybody's uh, everybody's couch. Fantastic. Uh, so Steve Harvey's getting pushed out the door. Yeah, he's getting... For uh, Kelly Clarkson. He, so he's a free agent. I mean, he's been a mainstay there for seven years. I know he, I know that he got some bad press when he left here in Chicago. People got really, really hurt by it. He's pretty upset. His argument is like, look, I, I have really good ratings. I'm doing my job. He's, he's, the, only, he's the only guy who's, who's come to the game yeah. and stayed around in the last seven years. He's pulled it off. He's done a damn fine job. Um, the, the crux of the matter, the reasoning behind it is he owns his own production company that produces the Steve Harvey show, whereas uh, NBC owns the Kelly Clarkson show. Yeah, yeah. So they want to be able to... Uh, well, why doesn't he just keep producing it and go into syndication? Somebody's going to pick him up. I think he is in syndication, but... yeah. It's weird how the daytime works because I think even Ellen's technically syndication. Yeah, but it's NBC Studios, right? Or something weird, weird like that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. We'll get it. Wow. 
I like that, uh, the open. Oh, yeah, yeah. You like nice. that? Yeah. See, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to, if I could get every, all these computers and the board to talk to each other, I, I, I can make some things, but. They're getting there. Uh, they yeah. are getting there. Do you feel like I come in here and I touch two things and then all of a sudden it goes to hell? No, it, it's like been, we heard them at the beginning of the beginning of the show. The show started like, right. Gronkowski played off of that. Yeah, okay, that was the, the, the Gronkowski was on, was on, and uh, and well, no, it's weird because like I could pull up the I could pull up like uh, Skype right now, and uh, Skype would probably work. Oh, so something there, there's something crashing, and I believe the answer is probably if I could somehow pull a feed of audio from the computer straight to a pot. And just use that for the the back and forth, which you can. Or the goal is to move everything onto this thing, and then use this thing as more of a supplemental uh, computer. But we'll see. See, we're, you know, the studio is constantly a growing and evolving thing. And if you'd like to donate some money, uh, you're more than welcome to him too. Yeah, just send it to me to my PayPal. Yeah. Or uh, hey, Al, your PayPal. Your uh, your my Zelle. You could do the you, Zelle as well. You could always go with my Zelle, my Vidmo. Or my Facebook. Yeah, the Venmo is fine. Facebook All of a sudden, now. the other day, Al, you just threw some money at me through a, a Facebook chat, and I had money on oh, my account. I didn't even realize it was happening. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, what the hell you, is that all about? You owe me, uh, you owe me bacon still. Because no, why do I owe you bacon? We, I made the bacon. No, 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 no. no. We, had a, we had a bet. at. No, I don't even remember, remember how I won this bet, but I won a bet where I was promised bacon. Okay, high high quality, high end bacon, bacon Clark, and and I got it. I made it for you. And I'm on the keto diet, so he was nice enough to try to to cater towards me at uh, the Royal Rumble. So party. we're going with meat. So yeah, you meat had and cheese. I don't know why you chopped the meat up for me, like like uh, uh like, like I'm your daughter, but uh, you know maybe that was habit. I chopped the meat up for all of us because uh, there were only two pieces of meat, and there were like three or four of us. So I'm cool. like ah. Oh, Let's just chop all of this well, up. Well, you could have given the guy who could only eat the meat, you know, like a, ch- a chunk of it, and then, uh, uh, you had which a I, ended up, I ended up taking about, a, yeah, I, I, I probably more meat than anybody. Buddy, you but, had a bit of a gimp foot over there. I wanted to bring it to you. That yeah, well, was very nice. That's all? So, Come on, man. So, anyways, you, you decide to make some bacon, and you, 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 you I wasn't really, trying to be rude. You, really, you weren't rude. You weren't rude at all. I'm just saying. It's just you weird. You had pre-cut. Maybe uh, I was ignorant. Pre-cut me. I didn't mean to be ignorant either. No, I don't think you were ignorant. Oh. I think it was fine. It was, My apologies. It was a wonderful presentation. I'm just saying that it was just a little strange. It was peculiar. Yeah. So, you, you're supposed to make the bacon, and uh, everyone's worried about you making the bacon. The last time you burnt it. This time, fucking, man. fucking man. Uh Well, no, you didn't season it. Yeah, uh, all right. Why did it matter? Mad because it was it was fresh from a butcher. I, uh, I made I made the rest of it the next morning and I seasoned it. Good. It was delicious. Good. I didn't know. I thought that it came from the butcher like that too. So all night, uh, you know, I'm thinking, all right, the bet's paid off. Here, here's Clark. He finally, and this is a year later because he uh, WrestleMania last year he promised the bacon and he burnt the bacon. Undertaker came out and he had the Clark added his own smoke effect. That's true. That is very true. So babies are crying, alarms are going off. There's a guy stealing a, 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 a transmission out front. All the craziness is happening. So this year, this year there's bacon. I'm like, is oh, this really? Something happening out front? Huh? I don't remember that. There's always people stealing transmission. That's a new oh, thing now. Chicago. So. This guy, he makes bacon this year, and I'm like, oh, well, it's satisfied. He, 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 he paid off the bacon bet. It's like Snickers. And 
Next thing you know, uh, he's Andrew, your buddy Andrew is leaving, and you let slip because I said something like, oh, thank you for bringing the cheesecake, or he had like a peanut butter, pumpkin, extra sugar pie. Uh, I believe, believe there was molasses and peanut, peanut butter and sugar all, all, all lined into a, like a key lime pie. So uh, I go, hey, thanks for bringing the pie. And you were like, well, he bought the bacon. Yeah. And then I find out you didn't you didn't satisfy the bet. You didn't buy the bacon. He bought the bacon. But he just grabbed a couple of things out of the cart and paid for it. I grabbed everything. Uh, he was just trying to put in his share for the evening. You're getting another guy Get to pay off your, your bet. You, you, you owe me bacon still. And then the next day I bring it up to you and you go, well, I bought the meat. So I threw you the money because oh I did gosh. say I would give you money for the meat. But I didn't even know. How did it get, get to me through Facebook? That was just, just. Because the second said, you're like, I bought the meat. And I go, well, uh, you know, I'll pay you. Uh, Facebook popped up an app and said, pay Clark. And I said, <laughs> oh, that's sure. amazing. It does do that, doesn't it? It does, yeah. If you put the word pay, all of a sudden it pops up. Yep. And I think I set that up like a year or two ago because some kid that I worked with owed me money, and he paid me that way through Facebook. Well, very nice. That's weird. Yeah, so... Yeah, the Super Bowl, uh, today is day one of the Bears offseason. Yeah, it is. Of season uh, 2019. Yep. And... uh, yeah, they got they got they got work to do, and that that uh, that tight end showed up. I, I saw that he was able to make this work appointment. Good, uh, Trey Burton. Yeah, he was a man of NFL cares, the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee. Oh yeah, that's right. That's awesome. All, all thirty teams get I'm very one. happy. Uh, I'm excited to see if he's learned anything and if the team has learned anything from it, because. Uh, Obviously, the Chicago Bears didn't really have a, a good tight end game plan without him in the game against the, the Eagles because I think that they tried to use Shane just like they used Burton at times. Yeah. They probably had to take a player or two out because of him not playing. Yeah, yeah they, I think they took away their whole mid-pass game, and it cost them the game. And I don't think he should be a Bear next year. I hope we look elsewhere at tight end. Wow. Maybe even in the draft. You know, third round, you can really you, – you can get somebody. I know they like Shaheen. Uh, I feel like there was another guy. Wait, isn't Burton under contract? Yeah, I, I think he has a contract, sure. So because of, because, of, because of one issue, you want to get rid of him? Well, it was the most important game of the year, Clark, and he was off. Wow. Uh, it's messed up. I, I want them to be there for him and for him and out. Well, they could be there for him. I just don't want him on the field. I can't wow. depend on him as a player. There's a difference. Because of one one game and somebody has an anxiety attack. Yeah, one game out of seventeen games. Um, yeah. Yeah, All that's right. you. Cool. You don't. Uh, yeah, I get it. That's you know. cool. I think that's. No offense, but if you had uh, if you had a if you had an office job, that's fucking wild. They had the most important day of the year. Like, hey, nobody can miss this day. This is this is the most important thing thing we could possibly do. We do. And I would have a lot of respect if a company got behind him and kept him. And sure, out, sure. I would too, and I'd I have hope a lot more, lot more risk for that. I absolutely, think, think hope they, uh, absolutely hope they uh, offer him treatment. Why wouldn't you offer him treatment? I mean, if we had this conversation a couple weeks ago, and you you were fine with what I was saying, so you know, the sudden shift is interesting. Uh, but. I because I feel for the guy. Well, I feel for him too. He should get help. 
He should be able to manage his anxiety. And I don't think you should do away with him. Like I think, but you can't I think depend on. Yeah, you can absolutely depend on him. Because how can you say that? Because I, he can learn from this, and the team can learn from this. Like it's that's fine. not how anxiety works, Clark. You don't decide okay. when and when it can okay. and when it can't. Yeah, you're right. Right? There isn't there isn't anything to. There's no remedies for it. There's nothing he can do to be be better at and handle it better. Better. And we even been, know exactly what went down. No, we know. We know. We know but we know so, he missed the game. Right. So, yeah, the day before, it wasn't, uh, hey, I might, uh, the, I'm feeling some pressures, I'm feeling some anxieties, I don't know if I'm going to be able to play, let's maybe not focus our game plan on me, uh, you know, a week ahead of time. It, it came on sudden, and, you know, I feel, I feel for him, and absolutely he should get some help, you know, and if the Bears pay for it, great, that, that's wonderful, I think they should, and I, I think they see him through, but to depend on him, on him is another question. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I think think that you have. I think that's an opinion that's popular, as well. I think that I'm the outcast on my thoughts with it, and it. I don't see why you need to go try to find a tight end. I think there are other other places that you need to address well before that. Yeah. With well, the, the the two most critical issues in that game was the lack of the tight end play and kicking, and I think both of them are going to be addressed. So. You know, you got to strengthen what, what, what's in front of you. I also think the offensive line needs some work. That's where I, where I would. Yeah, I think you think you draw around the fifth round or something there for the offensive line. Third round, you find a maybe you, you give a shot at finding a running back because we need one of them. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, you know I know we disagree, but I think, I think Hunt's going to probably fill that role pretty well. When do you think uh, he'd be able to play for the first time? What year? Or how many games do you think he'd be out? Four to six. Yeah. In all honesty, like I, I don't know if I'd have that much interest. And I say that now, but uh, Kyle Long, he's another guy. You know, he's probably wouldn't watch. One of the, one of the best, one of the best offensive offensive line football. He's a, he's a guy who never can stay healthy. Uh, we had the same problem with uh, the guy who went to Dallas and had a good career. Once we let him go, uh, first round draft pick. You remember, you know, Colombo, Mark Colombo. Decent career, right? I think he, no, I think he had like a good Pro Bowl career post Bears oh, when he went to the that's Cowboys. Crazy, that's insane. Let's see here. I'm looking at uh, things that are happening for league stuff. The scouting combine is February 26th to March 4th. Um, today the waiver systems open up. February 12th, they can sign Canadian Football League contracts. Uh, That's not too important. February 19th, the first day for clubs to designate franchise or transition (laughs) players. This could be an important date in regards to the future of free agent kicker Robbie Gold in San Francisco. Wow. They would franchise him? That's interesting. Yeah, because the franchise is based on the top five salaries the average of the top five salaries of players and some kicks, obviously. On your, on your, on your team? No, of, of the league okay. at kicker. So you would take the top five highest paid kickers in football, yep. and then you would average the price out there, and that's the franchise value. So if you franchise a kicker, you're probably – Robbie Gold is probably one of the top five paid kickers regardless. So it would just be able to guarantee that he plays another year with them. They don't have to worry about a long-term contract if they feel he's aging. And, uh, yeah, it would block us from even having a chance 
and if Robbie Gold like wanted to go to Chicago, which it seems like he does, as um, although I don't I don't know if that's the best move for the front office yeah, or the Bears. I, I'm not I'm not sure how much. I mean, I mean, I, great story. It's a feel good story if he did, but I think you you can go a lot of places for a kicker. Just not don't go, don't go looking for Cody Parkey. Parkey. Yeah. Well, yeah. It looks like he's gone. So most signs seem to be pointing in that direction. Uh, yeah, the Bears uh, don't have much of a draft, so you know I I don't even think you have to watch day one of the draft. You could you could skip it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe uh, reading the paper who the Packers pick up, and uh, with the Lions, Vikings. You know, I think the Vikings. I don't know, man. I don't know what happened to them. The Lions are, are another team where seemingly seemingly every year they're projected to be a better team than than they are. Except here and there, like the Vikings last year, were uh, were on a fluke. Uh, I don't know, fluke might be too strong of a word, but they had a good year last year that they weren't able to uh, to repeat this year. And uh, you know, quarterback is just constantly a question with them. And it seemed like they had an answer, Kirk Cousins, and a lot of people said no, that's not an answer. And uh, I don't know, I don't know how it's going to play out. Cousins, uh, yeah, it look, looks like it's not the. No, for the Viking Vikings. I mean, they signed him to a very lucrative, I believe, a long-term deal. So, I think it's going to be. Uh, I don't think he's as bad as say Rick Meyer when the Bears went and got got him and signed. Him. We were stuck with him for like four years, and uh, I think after two, we finally did away with him. If I'm not mistaken, but I felt like we did keep him longer than than needed. It was like Eric Kramer was on the bench, and we got him from Detroit, yeah. and. Yeah. Everyone felt like it should go to Eric Kramer, but but Rick Meyer was there, and because they had spent a lot of money, money. Yeah, I believe they gave up two first round picks. Oh, wow, that sounds familiar. I mean, that, which is crazy if you think about it. Like they were that uh, desperate for a uh, a quarterback, which I understand. You know, even even back then, and the league was very different. Uh, you know, quarterback is still quarterback. Um, but yeah, Rick Meyer, here we go. Born in 1970, six three two fifteen. played football in her name. He was second overall pick, pick in the 1993 draft, draft, came to the bears in 1997, uh, on February 18th of 1997, Meyer was traded with a fourth round pick in the 1997 NFL draft. To the Chicago Bears for their four, for their first round pick, later packaged into a trade with Atlanta to move up to the third overall that year to get uh, Sean Springs. He only played seven games with three starts in 1997. He was released by the Bears in the beginning of '98. So wow, only a year. He was, uh, yeah, wow, only played a, bear, a year with us, and then won the Packers. So really, basically nine games out of the guy. Uh, we give up a first round round pick, so crazy. Huh. Yeah, that's insane. They had no idea. Huh, that sounds good. Well, you you listed Jim Nans on the on the description. Did you want to talk some Jim Nans? No. What? Okay. Well <laughs> good. Things that I list on there aren't what I want to talk about. Oh they yeah, I would think they would be, right? They're, they're thing not necessarily. What I put in what I put in the tags are things that I think people might might be talking about or searching about. Oh, I, on I, I the sh- internet. 
and, and things like that. I always kind of thought it was thought it was, um, kind of like a, a guide of, of uh, things that probably be talked about. No, and not necessarily. When we run out of topics, I generally do look there and yeah. go there. Oh, so, well, that's interesting. Well, um, I guess. Uh, no, I I put things on there because I think that it's going to catch a tag somewhere. No, I get it. Listen to our show. I get, well, you thought there's a big, um, there might be a big rush of people wanting to talk Jim Nans tonight. You never know. I mean, people talk about the commentators. That's been out there lately. If if you're talking about Romo, then you might go look up Jim Nance. Because I think that Jim Nance has done a great job of embracing Tony Romo. Yeah. Like, it's a new style. I think they work pretty damn damn well in just two years. I think they've got a good rapport. I do, too. I do, too. Let's see. Jim Nance's greatest. the Super Bowl every time, that'd be great. Here's Jim Nance's greatest uh, moments as CBS sports announcer. Uh-oh. All across Chicago land. And the ad. And now we have sound. Uh, yeah, well, this is a different computer. Hmm. Yeah. This is, you know, I, I, if I could have people call into this, maybe just a Skype number. Yeah. Well, why don't we just switch which one we're doing which thing? Yeah, at? well, that's that's the next goal. And that's Jim Nance. does a lot of basketball. Well, of course, they have the NCAA tournament. Well, it always, uh, it always, as a matter of fact, all these highlights. Oh, wait, here's him doing some golf. Here's yeah, Jim Nance on a golf call. There we go. It's right after this there. Right at it. Right at it. Oh, Jonas, he's back. Just as he did at the John Deere for his first win. That was out of the bunk right into the hole. That's so, so Listening at home. Wow. Yeah, it always impressed me that uh, uh, these uh, these broadcasters, these professional uh, sports commentators, uh, can do multiple sports. Um, which is why it works well with 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 uh, with uh, Tony Romo because. Really, what Jim Nance is is a guy who's going to tell you what he sees in front of him. That's okay. his job. Yeah. He's, he's going to he's going to describe uh, what's going on in front of him on him on the field. Uh, you know, right now Clark is scratching his eyes, uh, looking down at his dice, uh, and appears appears to be a chronicle device with some kind of stats on it. He's looking at numbers, contemplating now what he's going to say next. The Decatur Staley's lost to the Akron Pros by a score of. Well, it was by a score. Uh, oh, he just misses it, in folks. In 1920. Oh, and actually, they didn't lose the game. Back then, in the first year, it was uh, it was just decided by records. There wasn't a championship game. Oh, this is one of the Bears' nine uh, championships? Uh, they were the runner-up here. Okay, runner-up. Like, uh, like we were with the Colts. Until 1932, they did that. And in 1920, your Chicago Staley's, by that point, that's what they were known as, were the NFL champions. The 1925 NFL champions were the Chicago Cardinals. In 1926, you want to take a guess of who won that one? The Chicago Cardinals. No, the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. Is uh, that us? Oh. I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't even know where. Where is Frankfurt? Uh, Frankfurt, Illinois. No, that's that's Frankfurt, isn't it? Frankfurt, Frankfurt. Frankfurt is. Um, I want to say Kentucky. Yeah, Frank, uh, Frankfurt, um, Kentucky, Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, they were based in Philadelphia. 
Okay, Frankfurt, Philly. I believe so, yeah. Um, the Canton Bulldogs won a couple years. The Providence Steamroller. These names are fantastic, Al. Some other old names of teams that are no longer around, like the Detroit Lions and the Washington Redskins. Hey. Oh, they, in Frankfurt, Kentucky, uh, the town of Frankfurt likely received its name from an event that took place in the 1780s. Uh-huh. American Indians attacked a group of early European-American pioneers from Byron Station who were making salt at Fort at the Kentucky River. Oh. Pioneer Stephen Frank was killed, and the settlers therefore called the crossing Frank's Ford. So that's, uh, that's how they got their name, Kentucky. All right. Uh, Pre-Super Bowl era, uh, the Green Bay Packers had more championships than the Bears. 11 to 8. But the Bears were runner-up nine times. The record record in February in Frankfort, Kentucky, uh, from 1927, was 80 degrees. Jesus. Dude, that's a great stat right there. Like, we are pulling out the, only the best stats here. I know that I've been just giving everybody all kinds. What about this team? The Buffalo All-Americans. That was a team. Now, that must have been an amazing... How many years did this team play? Nope. I don't even know. Can't, can't get there yet. They played at Buffalo Baseball Park. You wouldn't be happy about that. Uh-uh. Man, I see your, your cops what, trolling me already. What did I see from you on Because was, was it after the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, the cops said, trolling, right? That's what, what we're yeah, talking about. They were trolling They you? were trolling. They, five minutes after the game ends, the what Cubs What did they post, say? They said, spring training, spring training right around the corner. 13 days, yeah. and you retweeted with a comment, just fuck off. Yeah. Who's trolling who? I would <laughs> say they're trolling. They're Unbelievable. The Oh, it's fantastic. The most famous person from Frankfort, Kentucky, was Will Chase, actor and singer best known for the Broadway musicals and the ABC series Nashville. Yeah, I know who that is. He uh, he played the gay character in Nashville. Okay. Yep. Do you know Grover Land? Grover Land. The, the Grover Land? No. Professional baseball player from 1884 to 1958? Okay. Nope. I can't say that I do. He played 95 games for the – oh, this is the most appropriate – got to get a hat. This is the most appropriate. Uh, this is the most appropriate named baseball team in the history of the sport. No, the, the Cleveland Naps. Oh, sweet, yeah. perfect, perfect for baseball. That's your kind of team. Perfect. Well, yeah, the uh, seems seems like Frankfort, Kentucky, a very beautiful place. Oh, like the Governor's Mansion is there. I've heard of it. Very nice. I never, I didn't like Kentucky. Have my you lady been? friend grew up in Frankfort, Illinois. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, actually, I think technically Mokina, but it's basically Frankfort. Have you ever been to Kentucky? I have. It's very uncomfortable there. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Like, like people are really nice, and it's very green, and like it just doesn't. It, it feels wrong. Yeah. Uh, they have bourbon. They do. That's they like, do. That's a good thing. Yep. I worked for I a mean, the first first radio station I worked at had uh, they were owned by people out of Corbin, Kentucky. Okay. Uh, home of uh, Colonel Sanders' first first restaurant. What was his first restaurant? Do you know? Yeah, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken in Corbin, Kentucky. Oh, it was a Kentucky Fried Chicken. So, I thought he had like a, a restaurant before that. So I got invited to give a, a the first ever Kentucky Fried Chicken. So 
I, I got excited because I got to give a speech to, to the corporate offices. And uh, so I got to go to Kentucky. I got to go on a road trip to Kentucky. And I'm thinking I'm going to Corbin. And uh, I'm going to go check out the first KFC. No. Turns out we were going to Lexington. And we ate at, ate at some steak restaurant. Because uh, the radio station was owned by people, by some rich dude who used to wear, wear uh, he came and, and visited the station once. He was a really old guy. And he had on a, uh-huh. he had a, a crescent on. He had a suit jacket with his family crescent on the, the suit jacket. Oh, that's interesting. And his last name was Fork. So Fork. So we all put we all put plastic forks into our coat jackets to try to. Yeah, he didn't have a sense of humor. Uh, KFC was founded by Colonel Harlan Sanders, an entrepreneur who began selling fried chicken from his roadside restaurant in Corbin, Kentucky, during the Great Depression. Yeah. Identify the potential of the restaurant franchising concept, and the first Kentucky Chicken franchise opened opened up in 1952. Hot damn! See, if I if I would have made that trip, I would have stood on the site of the first KFC. I've been on the site of the first McDonald's. Yeah, and I've been at the other Burger King. So, like my fast wow. food uh, resume would be absolutely complete. Yeah. And yeah, I've eaten at an In and Out Burger. Oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure that KFC is what's going to be served when the Patriots go to the White House. That'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. I'm more of a Popeyes guy, though. I, I I'm okay with Popeyes. Do you do you do just chicken? Um, not really. Are you are you a Harold fan? Never. The, both both of those have been in a complete, convenient place. Okay. I did. Uh, I did grow up down the street from the Palatine Browns Chicken. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, you made the news a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. Or that one did. Yeah. Murder, right? Yeah. Like, like there was a chance, like, we could have been picking up chicken that day. Like, was, oh, shit. Now, you, know. you were that close? That yeah, but we ate Popeyes, so I guess it's exactly. not really yeah, true. Yeah. But uh, there's rumors of people in my school did it. Oh, no like, shit. people from my class did it. Is it still it. unsolved today? I think they eventually got, got somebody. Yeah. But I, I'm not sure. I think there was, like, two people, and... Uh, you going to go full for it? Yeah. I don't know. It's known as the Browns Chicken Massacre. <clears throat> Have you turned on the uh, the, the four part Ted Bundy Netflix uh, documentary? I watched. I half watched the first episode. Okay, all right. I'm. I, I was in hook, line, and sinker. No, if watching us uh, something about serial killers, what everybody wants to go do, but it was pretty damn fascinating. I didn't remember that he uh, escaped and shit like that. I had no, no idea. Oh, he escaped prison? Yeah. I didn't know that, no. Yeah, there's some good, good chicken on there. Well, maybe, I'll, maybe I will. Yeah. Interesting. Well, they they took down the building in uh, 2001. It's now a dry cleaning establishment. All right. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Somebody was arrested for that. I, I seem to recall. Let's see here. Uh, Crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, somebody talked. If I remember, somebody talked years later. 2000. girlfriend. 2002, nine years after the murders, Ann Lockett came forward and implicated her former boyfriend, Jim DeGorski, and his associate, Juan Luna, in a crime. Luna was a former employee of the restaurant. In 2002, the Palatine Police Department matched a DNA sample taken from, uh, from some uh, Ancestry.com site. Uh-huh. There it is. Familiar DNA. From the Luna sample to saliva of a piece of uh, chicken eaten on the floor by the garbage and the crime scene. The chicken was kept in a freezer for most of the time since the crime. 
Testimony at trial indicated it was not frozen for several days after the discovery and was allowed to thaw several times for examination and testing in hope of an eventual match uh, via increasingly sophisticated tech methods not available in 1990. So they had the foresight to say someday we'll be able to test this and match it up. And it matched that former employee? That is not clear. Are you telling me they went in there and murdered people and they're just eating the chicken as well? Well, if you just if you just yeah, I mean you would Were grab you a piece. Just tell me if I just murdered somebody. Yeah, you, there was chicken there. You grab a piece, right? I don't know. I, I think you would. I, I, think I don't if know. You're hungry. I will never chicken, know this. I don't. Well, thankfully, I know. I, I won't think. know it would, either. But I would gather there's no reason for me to ever murder somebody. No, no. But but let's say you were some outlaw. You know, you lived in Texas and the heat got you, and next thing you know, you're crazy, and your DNA had uh, the uh, the serial killer DNA that mm. Trump's after. And uh, I, I never want to be an outlaw. And, and, and you, you I go want to be an in-law. You go into a you go into a convenience store and, and you know you shoot the the clerk and there's a rack of donuts behind you. Not the clerk. The clerk. And chances are you're grabbing a donut on your way out. Maybe. Probably. Okay. We'll see. It got you know I mean this is all scenario. You're not, you're not a murderer and this would never happen. But I'm just saying, I would think uh, I would think. Being a, being somebody who who's had professional jobs that I've gone into convenience stores and such with without any murder uh, indicated, if somebody's like, hey, you want a free donut on the way out? Even if I had a big breakfast, I'd probably take the donut. Yep. Uh, Time Police Department took in the two uh, suspects into custody in 2002. Luna confessed to the crime during the interrogation. Those lawyers who later claimed that he was coerced to do so through corporal punishment and threats of deportation. The pair who met at Palatine's William Fremd High School. Uh-huh. Whoa. You hear that? William Fremd. I went to Palatine High School. High school. Our rival were the Fremd. Uh, I think they were the Vikings. And nothing but no-gooders in that school. Why was it, was it committed? Was it a robbery gone? I think so, yeah. Jesus. 2007, Juan Luna was found guilty of all seven counts of murder. He was sentenced to life in prison without parole. He, the state did seek the death penalty, which is available at the time. But the jury's vote... 11 to 1 in favor of death penalty fell short of a unanimous. Uh, okay. Which doesn't matter anyways because Illinois doesn't execute. Yeah, not anymore. Um, Jim, Jim Edgar, I believe uh, that's not bad. Uh, in 2009, James Dagorski was found guilty on all seven char- counts of murder, murder, largely on the testimony of his former girlfriend, Ann Lockett, and another woman who both say that Dagorski had confessed him. Oh, he was He was sent to life in prison without parole. parole so. Thank goodness. Yeah. Sales at all restaurants dropped 35% within months of the incident. Did the company it really? eventually had to close 100 restaurants in the Chicago area. Holy shit. So so just the family going down the street is no longer stopping at yeah, any Browns yeah, yeah. because a murder happened yeah. at one of them. Exactly right. Oh, that's terrible. Crushed the franchise. That's interesting. Yeah, I want to guess that. The, the franchise should sue those two guys for defamation of character. In March of uh, 2014, a jury awarded James Dworsky $451,000 in compensation and punitive damages for having been beaten by the sheriff's deputy in Cook County Jail in May of 2002. He suffered facial fractures that required surgery. Wow. The uh, deputy was later dismissed. So this, this freaking guy goes ahead and he murders a bunch of people in a chicken restaurant. And next thing you know, the government's giving him uh, $4.5 million. Well, they gave him money before he got half. arrested for... No, he, he got is, arrested after that, right? For this, for the murder. 
uh, this case happened in between the murder and him getting arrested, no? No, this is after. Oh, okay. Wow. This is when he's in prison. Uh, but he was beaten in 2002, which is when the murders first happened. So somebody was going Sipowitz on him. And, yeah. uh, you know, you can't do that. You can't, you, you can't beat a confession out of somebody. You know, Sipowitz had a big problem with the, the new NYPD Blue. Huh? The character being played by a Brit. And, and there's going to be no Sipowitz? Sipowitz is dead in this new Blue. Did he die in the no. finale? Yeah, the, the finale was beautiful, Clark. <clears throat> Finally rose, rose the commission, the, to the position that he had the most problem with, the authoritative position. Became the lieutenant of the command. Yeah. So, and then it showed him like teaching some new cops, some new detectives, like, "Hey, this is what you need to do." Or he was now the man in charge, and he was running the the precinct. So is that why they're starting the new one anew? You don't want to try to mess his story up at all? Is that why? If it's like, gonna right. suck, I don't want the happy ending of Sipowitz being taken away now that find that he's been murdered. Yeah. Because the new prem, the premise of the new show is Theo, little Theo it was great. I love Theo. Uh, Theo. Uh, How old was Theo? Theo. Series end, maybe he was six. Wow. Four, four to six, somewhere in there. It makes sense that he's of age to be an yeah. officer. His mom. So his mom got croaked. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy's. That was like season. It's been about season five. Andy's uh, wife. Uh, Sylvia, who in the very first episode, he's on the the courthouse. He he's drunk, testifying in a court case, and he goes off drunk in, in the courtroom, and the case gets dismissed. And afterwards, the the, the prosecutor goes out and yells yells at him for being drunk, and and he his balls, and he goes, "Ipsis, you pissy little bitch." Wow. He ends up marrying her once he gets sober. Okay. And then they have a, a child, Theo, that you know Andy's uh, very concerned about. And, uh, uh, you know, he's trying to replace it because his, his son, Andy Jr., uh-huh. in season three, who finally just made up with his dad, who was an alcoholic, just finally came back and, and he just came out of the army. And he's like, Dad, I want to be, be a police officer just like you. And Andy starts giving him some tips how to handle people on the street and whatnot. Not. And uh, a robbery takes place. And uh, Andy, you know, the, sh- the show starts in the beginning like uh, the two detectives arrive at the crime scene. Andy and his partner uh-huh. arrive yep. at the crime scene. Yep. And they, they go to the crime scene, and the doctor's telling them, like, hey, listen, this guy got shot defending a, a thing. And uh, his partner, uh, Jimmy Smith, Simone's, goes over, and he looks uh, behind the sheet as Andy's looking at the uh, the belongings. And he, he realizes those are his son's belongings. Oh, and then Andy, then, you know, uh, Jimmy lifts the sheet and realizes, oh, my God, this is Andy's son. Oh, so Andy's son yeah, got killed, and then, you know, he goes back into an alcohol, he falls back into alcoholism. So then the new show is the youngest son, Theo. Theo. When he gets everything right, he gets all his racism, he gets rid of all the problems he had. As a, as a person, and he fixes himself. Because the last four or five years, Andy Sipowitz is just, uh, uh, he's a, what's that guy? Sherlock Holmes. He's like a tough Sherlock Holmes. He loses a lot of his, like, grit, and a lot of his flaws are smoothed out. And he's just a great detective. So okay. now he's just a good guy. He's just an awesome dude. And Because uh, in the beginning of the show, he starts as a shithead. But by the end of the show, he, he, he turns into a really good person. Yep. And uh, you you find that along the journey. It's a one. It's a one. Wonderful. NYPD Blue is one of the greatest pieces of uh, television. By the end of it, of it, uh, yeah, he he gets 
he, he retires as the best. So now they got some British kid playing Andy Sippel. It's a Chicago win. And Dennis Franz uh, playing Theo. And, uh, yeah, a lot of the same characters are going to be in it. But, sadly, uh, it, the, the premise of the beginning of the show is uh, Theo, who's now a new cop, is trying to figure out who killed his father. No shit. Yeah. Somebody killed his father. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, uh, Sipwitz had some run-ins with the Gambini crime, crime family, so maybe uh, uh, that's probably where I'm leaning. Yeah. NYPD's sequel with Andy Sipwitz's son, set at AC. I'll be darned. It's going to happen, huh? But I'm excited. Diana's returning to the show, and uh, so is Gay John. So Okay. Who later just became John. All right. Who was Theo's babysitter? So he he was also the guy who uh, uh, he was the civilian aide, the, the who took the complaints in the in the detective office, but, but he also went on to be uh, uh, Andy's uh, one of uh, one of his friends and Theo's babysitter. So that'll be interesting to see, to see that relationship. Yep. All right. Well, now that you spoiled it all, I guess I don't have to go back and watch NYPD Blue. No, 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 you don't. All right. Because you never were. It's, it's a big chunk of television. So get caught up on like the first four to five episodes of Sopranos for next week on the show. All right. I want to talk. About, I can do that. I'll have like five five episodes in is what I'll be by then. I'd love to see what's maybe, up with Dr. Melfi. six. Who? Dr. Melfi. Oh, the psychiatrist. The, the therapist. You shrinks. You do this. You do that. You got that picture out, out there on purpose. It's a fake, fake picture. It's to get me thinking. Right. Now, every time I go into Who a... Who do you think you are? Every time I go into a shrink, shrink's office, that's all I think about when I see the picture like, in the hallway. Oh, yeah, the picture there just so I can look at it and start fucking thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. What's the doves. What's that? Represent my mother? Tony has the doves. Yeah, he's talking to the doves. Hey, get in here. It's weird because I know a lot of the like actors and stuff from other projects. Of course, Edie Falco. Yeah. And uh, Jamie Lynn, I think, plays the daughter. Yeah. Yep. I've seen them in other things now. Right. So now to actually be watching Chiefs of Prime, I have no idea how I knew it the first time. I did. Yeah. So same with The Wire. I've tried to start The, the Wire like three times. I've I've done the same. Everybody here. talks that show up so the greatest much. cop show, and I want to watch it. I want to. Yeah, I love uh, I love cop shows. So I know Tony Soprano from uh, the first time I saw him. You should try Bosch. Was in the movie uh, True Romance. Yes, absolutely. Yep. When he uh, bashes uh, the Elvis statue. Yep. Or the uh, toilet. That's porcelain. Yep. Yeah. Good good old days. Uh, uh, things will start heating up with the road to WrestleMania. We missed our Royal Rumble, Rumble post show this week, uh, with a lot of shit going on with the cold. I think I was dealing with illnesses and all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long show. That's the complaint everybody had. I don't care about length all that much. Right. Um, I know it affects things like, uh, like a Super Bowl or a uh, Royal Rumble party like you hosted. With the Andrew Broad, uh, Bacon, it was a uh, it was a nice time, and you, you did a you did a great job with that. But you know, your wife, who's not uh, a huge wrestling fan, fan mm-hmm. uh, who does enjoy the Royal Rumble, kind of didn't enjoy it as much because oh, the, she the, fell asleep yeah, by the end it was of the men's Royal Rumble. And I understand that. Like, why why wouldn't you if you're not a wrestling fan? And I've heard people who had 
parties and stuff had the same problem with friends coming over for right, it. right. But Seth Rollins is an actual uh, Bears fan, yeah. and he comes out what thirteenth or what have you. Wearing the Bears colors. Wearing the Bears colors. And Andrew and I shared that number, whatever it was. Or was he 10th or 13th? Something like oh, that. Oh, that's right. Cause we, no, we I think he was 10th because I started thinking maybe that was because Rex Grossman. Yeah. I don't know. And he wore the Bears colors and, and he won it all. Oh. Uh, very fun to see that. Uh, the Women's Royal Rumble. You had a moment, Al. Your number, you were done. You were sinking. Because you you drew Lana, who came limping to the ring. Yeah, yeah. I had and to. you drew her, and she comes limping to the ring. The last beautiful chance, Lana. We thought that Becky might be the final number. Somebody came in after her and passed her up. Right. Did Nia come in, beat her up, and then go into the ring, if I remember something like that? That is what happened, yeah, yep. since we watched it. And then, of course, Becky comes out and says, I'm taking Lana, but she can't yeah. compete. She she pleads to, to uh, Fit Finley, who was out there. And you were immediately back in the I, was, I went from being completely dead in the water. My last hope, I had nobody left in it. My last hope was Lana, who had a bum ankle the same as I did. But Team the, bad yeah, ankle. Right. It ended up paying off. That's right. Because, Lynch. Because the man came in and got it done. Oh, that was fun. Uh, we'll see what's, what's happening on Raw tonight and SmackDown tomorrow. I'm getting excited because... This is the time to watch. If you if you don't watch WWE throughout the year, right now the Royal Royal through WrestleMania, I would say is. I mean, this is the the culmination of their season, right? Absolutely. The season at WrestleMania. So hopefully, this is where the best stuff is happening. They have the Fox deal coming up. You and I were kind of chatting recently. Do they will were they counting on some of the guys that are going AEW? Were they counting on being able to sign some talent such as that? Uh, it looks like Kenny Omega will not be in the WWE. It, it, all signs point to him in AEW, if, yeah. if I'm correct here. Do you think they were counting on being able to throw a bunch of money at these guys and, and getting them as part of that deal? Or do you think WWE's roster is so, so deep that, that they don't need it? They didn't care. I, I, don't, I think they were more, more than happy to throw money at these, at these guys and wanted them, but I don't think they were banking on it um, or, or they're devastated that it didn't happen. Um, I don't know why that pen just flying there. Uh, I like I don't I don't think it's a big deal that uh, they didn't get them. Uh, in many ways, you know, I was talking about this the other day. Kenta Adeo uh, Itami was the hottest free agent on the market at the time, and uh, he was all the rage on the indie scene. And the WWE had and they signed him. Yeah, when was that? Four about or five roughly. years ago. Okay. I mean, he was a bigger deal than Kaga, and uh, we got him, and and everybody was excited for it, and it never panned out. It never it never turned into anything. A lot of it was injury. Okay. A lot of it was his style of wrestling, uh, trying to to fit into the WWE system. It didn't work, and uh, there was very very real chance that the Young Bucks would be nothing. They would they right. would come in and become a comedy act. Sure. And. Uh, you know, I don't know. I think they would attempt to do good things with Kenny Omega, but, you know, what what do you get in the end? And I think now you at least have a very, very interesting story. Not Kenny Omega going to WWE would have been an amazingly interesting story. Right. But you, you have a very interesting story where here's this guy, Kenny Omega, who a lot of people have no idea who he is. I mean, let's be frank. Like, a lot of people don't know the name right. Kenny Omega. People know the name, I think, but that's about it. 
but but wrestling fans who watch WWE exclusively, you're right. They probably know the name Kenny Omega. They know a guy named Kenny Omega exists with all this hype, but they probably don't care. Right. You know, it's nerds like me who. who by the way, somebody posted posted a picture of the uh, the right. South Park. Uh, you know, the guy like jerking off at the computer. Uh, you know, the the fat like uh, troll guy. They they did it with all like wrestling nerd guys, and everything was like. He had on like an AEW uh, hoodie. <laughs> he uh, he had a picture of Kenny Omega on his wall. He had an NXT uh, takeover poster. Like it was crazy. They were attacking. One hundred percent was me. I was like, oh my god, I can't argue this. <laughs> so wrestling nerds like me, you know, we uh, we definitely uh, we get it. Like uh, yeah. we know who Kenny is. We. I think he's the, the greatest thing since sliced bread, but the average wrestling fan doesn't give a shit. And uh, so, it, will he draw people to uh, to AEW? And uh, will they get him? Is going to be it's a big question. AEW is a really big question. I'm excited for it, but it's going to be interesting to see how it shapes out. Get him on TV, and let's see if they can really make a make a run at this. I, yeah. I think it's our I think it's the best shot uh, for something. Along the lines of the Monday Night Wars, right? Since then, TNA had a couple moments, if I recall, but they weren't. They were never a real, a real to WWE. No, no, they weren't. History of saying greatest things since sliced bread. We've done this. Come on. Yeah, we've done this on the show. Have we? Yes, this is a rerun. Well, it's no, it's, it's most of the show has been rerun. It's not a rerun. It's a rebooking. You you went ahead and you explained it was uh, that there was a special knife for uh... sliced bread was first sold in 1921 under the name Wonder Bread, and the adverts for this new product said it was the greatest forward step in the baking industry since bread was wrapped. Yo yo, yo. let's see. Could you see if I can. Uh... Here's a question. What was the greatest thing before sliced bread? Uh, it was probably religion. Okay, here, give a little, little of this. What happened here? Oh, my name is Bread. I'm the greatest thing. I'm the world's greatest. They call me Bread. I'm the world's greatest. Wait, my name is Sliced Bread. I used to be a big low, low. Now I come to you already disposed into slices you can make this into sandwiches. Brilliant. I'm that damn good. Yeah. This is perfect. They used to say that bread wrap was the greatest, but now sliced bread's on the scene. Frederick? It might have just been wrapped bread was the greatest thing before that. Yeah. Very well yo, yo, they tell me rap bread is the greatest thing, but everybody knows my raps are a thing. I'm sitting here telling you all about my slice. Well, let me get you some slice. By the way, are you sampling World's Greatest by R. Kelly? No, no, I thought I that definitely you made it really enough. There's no R. Too Kelly, too Kelly on this show. I don't know. Oh, I could cover R. Kelly. And you could sample Yeah, you could say, oh, I wouldn't sample. I wouldn't pull no. an actual sample. Wait. wait. You can cover it, so then people can cover it at at at. at oh no 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 no! Because that that's an impersonation of it's. Uh, that review must have gotten. Yeah, I think out. I think uh, I think no, I think the person who did it took, took it, it down once we banned. Yeah, I think so. Which is fair because I went to go look for it. Didn't see. 
Well, I do. I I believe that uh, uh, the Chicago Bears have a much tougher schedule next year. Here. That they that they do. But I I don't feel I'm I'm not all of that concerned. Oh boy, not again! Come on. We dealt with this last night. I used to be bread. But then I came in a loaf and it was so sad. Nobody knew oh that they God. had any hope that one day somebody would slice me. Oh and then God. I'd be a big deal and host the Super Bowl halftime show. It was oh. such a good feel. Help. Ooh. Help. Ooh. Help. Brutal. See now, if the if, if the if the fat English guy did that, you'd be laughing hysterically. Well, yeah. yeah. See, bullshit. It'd be better. It wouldn't. I mean, be you were better. good. I'm not saying you weren't good, but I mean, I wouldn't be jealous of him. James Corbin, Corbin. He's the voice of Peter Rabbit. On the Netflix, oh my uh, God! He's done everything, Clark. He's great. He's great. Ninety percent of that Battle Rabbit is adorable. He's adorable. He's he's, he's shyster though. You gotta gotta watch out for him. Shyster. I don't know if that's yeah. A, he'll, uh, sling, he'll slingshot nuts at your nuts. It's wow. true. Watch out. It sounds oh, like Peter that. Rabbit. I'm missing a lot of hilarity. Peter, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I've seen that movie about eighteen times. Yeah, is it one of your daughter's favorite? Does she have favorites now? Yeah, that and Bolt. Huh. Mm-hmm. Who's in Bolt? John Travolta is the voice of the dog Bolt. And Miley Cyrus is the, the voice of uh, his uh, human, Penny. Interesting. Yeah, sing a duet together. Beautiful. Oh, I thought you had a song. No, no. Just, just a couple notes. Just a few notes. Just checking Fair. out, uh, seeing what's going on in the world. Well, I think that uh, that about uh, explains it all, Clark. Yeah, I think it covers it all. So, did you uh, did you go to the Super Bowl party? I know your neighbor was was uh, sting a a big a big. big yeah, to I did. Do. Yep. Yeah, how'd that go. Uh, I spent a lot of it chasing my daughter, going upstairs and downstairs, and then back up the stairs, and then back down the stairs, walking back and forth with a bag, walking back and forth with a bag. A bag of what? Just a bag. Like a backpack thing? Like a... You know, I'm no father, but you, you got to keep cl- uh, plastic bags away from kids. I it know that much. It wasn't a plastic bag. They went down to the ball pit, downstairs to the trampoline. They're jumping, jumping. You know, it was fun. And then uh, I watched a little bit of football. I ate, I ate good food. Missing miss there. Yeah. I I asked, and you you said that you don't do Super Bowl parties unless the Bears are in it or something like that. Yeah, that's about right. I think is what you said. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, – uh, one, I wasn't feeling really well. Um, Sorry. Two, it, it, being where I'm at in this diet, I'm not comfortable going somewhere where – uh, there's going to be good food that's outside food of that diet that I'm not going to be able to to have, and yeah. temptation is going to be there. And uh, it just wasn't a, it wasn't a good it idea. It wasn't a keto night. So I uh, yeah. I made uh, I made some Italian beef, some keto friendly Italian beef. Nice. Did it without any any sugar. Uh, a little too much. 
pepperoni juice. You know, the, it was so no, a little spicy, a little kick, a little spicy, but not, not in a great way. As a matter of fact, I might throw it back in the pressure cooker tonight and give it another 20 minutes and add a little more beef broth to it. Okay. See what that, that, what that happens. But I've got to talk my wife into a pressure cooker because, uh, with kids, man, it's going to be the thing. Make it a 20 minute meal, you know? Yeah. Like I, it's how we're going to survive. I think. I mean, it just it, we wouldn't be able to live without that or sliced bread. You, like you go over here, very nice to throw, and you go go over, you get that pot, you open it up, you throw some water in it, you throw a whole package of hot dogs in there. Yes. Eight minutes later, yes. the kids have hot dogs. That's great. Well, I can just throw a hot dog in a microwave, and then we have hot. Dogs. But now you're nuking food. That's disgusting. I try to not nuke food that much. My right. wife just gives me hell. Yeah, it's it's. Like, what did you become so against the microwave? Oh, like, she, you're right. Well, I would prefer to do it another method if I can. Lauren, who normally is the voice of reason, is way wrong. Thank on you, this Al. One. I appreciate you having my back. Yeah, you, you know, started out. We started out rough tonight. This is all coming full circle. Yeah, see, we're, we're back. This we're is back. good. Thank you, Al. Through my wait, no, no, I can't really say that. Can I? Can I? Well, you did at least two times. <laughs> well, uh, so, there. but I can't tell you to screw. Me. No, 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 no. That that would be that's that how be uh, that's how Hulk Hogan got those tapes released. <laughs> yeah, well, so I don't think I'd say some of the things. That no, I don't think so. I wouldn't say the things Hogan said. But I'm just saying that's how it all <laughs> yes, started. Absolutely. Oh my goodness! I hope she doesn't hear this. No, she doesn't. She no, doesn't. she doesn't listen she anymore. Does. That's since she got fired. Yeah. She was uh, removed from producer and... Uh, uh, Absolutely. I gotta look that thing up. What are you looking up now? No. Oh, I think I broke it. Uh, oh, man. Yep. Yeah, so Italian beef uh, turned out really well. It was, uh, it was good. Actually, yeah. it wasn't... Because, you know, you can't, the problem with the Italian beef is you can't eat it with bread. Right. So I wrapped it in mozzarella. Do you have any bread substitute? There is, um, there's like a fried cauliflower. Okay. Okay. Uh, I guess has a very bread-like texture. Cauliflower? I'm telling you, man, uh, they have, instead of uh, pasta noodles, noodles, it's cauliflower noodles. Yeah. That's all keto. The other day at Target, man. That was a dollar, just like the other stuff for the for the cheapo craft. Yeah. One, but for my kid who's she's being stubborn with some meat and with some vegetables, that's perfect. She loves we, salami. I'll tell we, you that much. Yeah. Just like her dad, she's in salami. Oh, yeah. She's all for in. For sure. For sure. But sometimes she's not all of that into it. Absolutely not. But she likes sugar. I think your wife was telling me. She's a fan of sugar. Absolutely. But yeah, so we we picked up some of that stuff, and she uh, she uh, she like she likes the flour one. Okay, it's yeah, a, she doesn't know the difference. A, a quarter cup of right there. Yeah. Boom. So what the hell? It's a lot like giving a dog medicine. God, it's Just shove it in the food. They don't know the difference. Yeah. Put some red sauce on there. Some she's lucky. She's adorable. Well, well. Yeah, that about Thanks does. Thanks for bringing it. this thing full circle. Uh. I like that. Uh, I like that open. Yeah, the house is nice. I'm gonna do this morning. Good. Thank you for for that. All right. All right. Well, I think everything that needs to be said has been said. Yep. Do you got anything else? Well, let me look at the list here. 
No, what, that's not the list. list. The list, that's not the list. That is the list. Tom Brady, we talk about Bill Belichick. My God, this guy is the greatest thing since sliced bread. He is. They're the greatest. My my New England Patriots, baby. My New England Patriots my are Patriots. the uh, the franchise of the millennium. Mm-hmm. The millennials. Uh, Jared Goff, uh, he sucked. Didn't have a great game. They took him out of it, and I don't think he's that great anyways. He's a bad Ooh. quarterback. Back. I think he's a very much a Tony Tony quarterback who you also listed here due to his good commentary work. Yep. We yep. touched a little on WrestleMania, hoping the main event's going to be Becky Lynch. And uh, you got to get out of here without Charlotte in there. Oh, that's funny. Without, I wasn't like you got the keys in your hand. You're like you're ready to run out of here. I mean, I get it. Maybe but. subconsciously, I'm like, fuck, Jesus. Jesus. No, but. They're, they're, it looks like they might be trying to get Charlotte in there. Yeah. Huh. I hope not. I mean, I that's think, a rumor. I think people are going to get pissed. I'm going to get pissed. The crowd will no longer only be booing Ronda. I think they'll be booing the shit out of Charlotte. You give me Asuka to Charlotte, too, too, I'm good with that. Yeah, And the absolutely. problem might be that Asuka has to lose again. But uh, I, that would, at least that's an interesting match to me. Ramming her in in this already perfect match that. Did you see the promo with uh, Ronda Rousey? I did. It, it's, it was probably the best promo on Raw in a decade. Yep. And it started. Did you see the promo before it? No. So she delivers one of the worst promos in the history of oh, wrestling. Yeah. Where Bailey comes out and like they make they, they send Bailey out early. They don't even have they brought her balloons out. You know the balloon things, and they didn't inflate them. Oh, because really? she got rushed out. I heard Rhonda say something like, "I know, I know, you're gonna try to mess me up." up yeah, yeah. She, she was just she, she. The crowd was the crowd was hijacking. I don't understand why the crowd's hot. She's just trying to talk. Now you go out there, you pay money, you see, you That's see right. wrestling, yeah. and uh, uh, you got these people. They want to make it about themselves. I never make nothing about myself. I invented wrestling. I invented all, and I, I created the right <laughs> phrase. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, that's me. I hired Brock Lesnar. I, I hired Jack Swagger. Big news this week. He won a UFC fight. Uh, not a UFC, but my friends over at Bellator. I've been uh, friends with the uh, management team at Bellator for a long time. And he did a he, uh, he did a promo. He did his We the People thing. There. He did the We the People. I came up with that. It was oh, my oh, mind back a uh, long time ago. All right. Uh, most people don't remember it, but that was me. Uh-huh. And. Uh, you know, I used to, I used to ride along with Leroy McGurk back in the, uh, the, the, the early days. Jr., you're rambling here. What was your point? Uh, my wife's dead. <laughs> yeah. Cat's dead. They're, they're going to hire me at AEW, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that product down. I'm gonna bore people. Nobody's happy. Yeah, with I'm that. bored. Nobody's happy with that, Jr. Yeah, I don't know why. Why? Why people people are upset? You know, not like we're bringing Jerry Lawler back. I want to see a heel character, bad young RJ. Yeah. He commentator with him. Instead of good old Jay, you know, yeah, you know, no, the the torch keeps pushing, pushing. Like, you get Steve Austin. Austin still loving, and, uh, you're still loving the torch. Hey, my mem- I'm getting every penny I can out of those baskets before them, that baby. membership runs yeah, out, which I think absolutely. is probably March. I'm thinking February, March, or April. Okay. It's like right around Mania. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, let's see here. Royal Rumble. We talked about elimination chambers in two weeks. Uh, yeah, I hear you. You want to get out of here? Uh, no. Double or nothing. All in. Kenny Omega, we talked about the Jaguars. I don't know why we're going to talk about them. The Young Bucks were at the Super Bowl. The AEW, a lot of those guys were. were. Bars is on there just because. Uh-huh. Good people. A big uh, topic in the new news. Yeah. There's no I, I, there's no Adam Levine on here, on here. There's no Maroon 5. 
There's no, uh, you know, uh, you know, something that's great, Al, is that you have access to go in and oh, I was add working. your own things and all of that. I you spent can do whatever two hours on the board this I morning. I, I did. Do it. You could go in. You can add your own in there. You can do it now. You can add your tags. I did. Uh, I, I made the little intro this Don't morning. Don't tag me, bro. It was very busy. So, uh, yeah, I'm no, I'm glad. You, I'm, not, I'm not giving you a hard time that you got it done. I'm just saying that it's uh, – I think it's, it does lead to what we talk about. Uh, MJF. Let's see. Ronda Rousey, the man, Becky Lynch. Yep, we covered everything. Boom. Nailed it. We covered everything that, that I want to talk about. All right. All right. Oh, have a good night. Guys, thanks for listening. Music to your ears right here. There's no, I'm not thinking it's faster. This low now. Is there a faster version? Well, I, I sure it's. Oh, I have it looped in. I screwed. I did. There we go. It's a new program, Clark. I'm, I'm playing with new toys. This is Larger and Larger. This is it. All right. Well, have a good night, everybody.